Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When it comes to the world of soccer, we've got you covered. Back to more of Atlanta Soccer Tonight on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to Atlanta Soccer tonight. Hanging out with Ricardo Oliveira, club performance coach at Atlanta United. Ricardo, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Jake? Doing good. Doing good. How are you feeling about your Brazilian team? Well, to be honest, I'm very confident on their performance. Like, they've been playing very well. Uh, and I don't... I mean, obviously, like, the whole tournament has been very interesting, right? With yeah. uh, a lot of weird results and you know certain teams uh going to the next stage um the next round but i'm very confident in brazil i think i think we have a good team we have good players uh just hope we don't have any bad luck and you know things don't work our way the thing about this brazilian team that that jumps out to me is they they have the talent that we're accustomed to they have the especially the attacking talent we're accustomed to but there's a little more structure that Titi has has put into this. It's it's a little more positional play, like kind of like Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. Um, it works, and I think it's working really well with Neymar at least, you know, out for a little while. It feels like it's more of a collective than a one man show. Yes, uh, I would agree with you. I mean, Titi, like, he's he's a very good coach, and like yeah. he's been able to like kind of adjust. Uh, the national team with what the whole world is playing right uh although we we still have our own like characteristics you know like we still have all those skillful players that will try to take players on and that's what brazil is all about uh but he's he's for sure doing a very good job like keeping the team very organized and at times you can't even see it like it, it's very like there's a very good structure there and uh the team never looked lost, you know, that even when we're defending, we're pressing, we're defending, we, we still look great. Like everybody knows what to do. And I, although I agree that like, it's not one man show, but uh, I think what Neymar is able to do is like unlock things and he can put 
not the team on his shoulders, but he can bring that that pressure to himself, that responsibility to make something happen out of nowhere, right? When everybody else, like, still they play their role, but yes, we still have some players that can make make something happen at any point. But I think Neymar just has that special ability and no problem uh, with any pressure. So, do you think it's crucial for Neymar to get back and be able to to start for Brazil to make a run to the final? Uh, I, I think it's crucial for him to for sure get back. Uh, and I mean, I I don't see him coming off the bench. Uh, and I still think that he he just because the team is so organized and uh, is able to even even he even plays like a very good role. He still does sacrifices himself, but yes, uh, for sure he he can like he's just a special one. You know, he's a special player, and uh, I think it's still. We we'll still need him to to be able to make it the final. Let me ask you about kind of the way these first two games have gone for Brazil before their group finale. You know, it feels like it's taken a little while to get going, and it's almost they they wear opponents down. Do you, do you see that as just coming into the tournament? This is this tournament specifically without a, a pre tournament camp. You know, kind of building the chemistry as you go. Or do you yeah. see maybe teams just aren't able to withstand all the talent that Brazil can throw at them? Well, I, I see what you're saying about wearing um, the other teams out. And I don't think that's what they're trying to do, but it, it ends up happening that way. Because, yeah. like, usually for me, like, at halftime, I'm still, like, worried about what, you know, how the, this game is going to go. But um, I think, again, like, um, it's usually a matter of time, right, for something to happen for us. Um and uh, hopefully it keeps happening, right? Hopefully we keep being able to to score goals and to create some good chances. Um, but I, I just think is is the way how it, and even those two teams, Serbia and Switzerland, they play. We we were all in the same group uh, four years ago in Russia. Right. So it's like those teams really know Brazil already. Uh, and even for all the Brazilians, we're like we, we really believe that we, we can beat them. But we know it's gonna be hard. It's always hard against them because they they make it very difficult. But luckily, we've been able to to beat them to, um, in this uh, both of them this World Cup. So. I think one of the big stories for tomorrow uh, looks like it's going to be a heavily rotated team against Cameroon with yes. you know, your passage to the next round already secured, and Danny Alves is expected to wear the captain's armband at thirty nine. Yeah. He just cannot get out of this team, <laughs> can he? Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I, I think he he deserves it. Although maybe there there could be somebody else that we could have chosen. But again, he's another another leader on the team that can you know take any responsibility. He has shown it before. Even the last time we won the Cup America, like he just stepped up and had a great game against Argentina. Uh, and then uh, that was 2019, I believe. Uh, and then. Uh, but I mean, I'm excited for him. You know, to be honest, is is one of the the best ones, best right backs in our in our history. So I, I'm happy for him that he gets to participate. Hopefully, we get a good result as well. Yeah, it's just an amazing story. His career. I, I think the World Cup is really the last thing that he hasn't won out of all the possible trophies that that he's won in his career. Yes, I agree. Let me ask you from your from your perspective with what you do with Atlanta United, 
and looking at this tournament, you know, it, it feels like at times the games get a little sluggish. At times, maybe the the players who are playing in the the big competitions in Europe are are coming in and a different, maybe a different place physically than we're used to. We're so used to seeing this in the summer after a short break and a tournament camp and then going into the World Cup. Have you noticed the effect of the schedule on this tournament? To be honest with you, like it's, you know, it's a tournament that is weeks before the starting, the beginning of it, there were a lot of significant injuries for some players, for some national teams. And then during the preparation, there were some, especially friends, like they had some issues. During the tournament, there were some issues. Uh, I think on Brazil's side, it was more getting kicked. instead of uh, any uh, muscle injuries. And uh, I mean, I, th- I think the timing is not great, you know, because it's, again, it's people got out of preseason, they started their, their season again, and they're trying to get to a certain level, but then there's this weird break, right? Um, and then not enough time to prepare. So I think, uh, I, I think, it, you know, it, it's interesting to see what's happening with some national teams. But the main thing for me is it's just everybody has to be careful. Everybody has to be honest at that point. And like, you know, with whatever they're feeling, again, is the World Cup. So just like Massey had, uh, I think at PSG, he he wasn't forced to play some games. So like, obviously for a player like that, people will take, will take care of him. Um, but it, it's definitely a different World Cup in, in that perspective, right? Because the countries that let's say the MLS, the Brazilian leagues like that, they usually end in December. So it's uh, maybe it suits them a little bit better. Actually, this year, everything finished in, uh, in November, but it maybe suit, suits them a little bit better, although they're more tired. But I feel like the other, you know, in Europe, uh, all the other countries that are mid-season, they're still working their way up uh, to their fitness and all. But again, it's a, it's an interesting one. You know, it's an interesting. So it will be interesting to see also what what ends up happening with everyone by the end of the World Cup, right? Like yeah. if something else comes up or not, and how and what type of break um, they start to get towards the end of the World Cup. So yeah, it, it's been it's fascinating to to look at it from that perspective because you know when you when you go into a season as a player, you're not trying to peak in the third or fourth month which is kind of what this is for the guys playing in europe and it just changes the rhythm completely and i feel like it's changed the rhythm of some of these games yes Uh, i would agree with that but also with the with the substitution changes with the amount of um changes that the the subs that we can do in the game that they can do in the game uh plus the 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 concussion one um it's also something that it starts to help that and helps the intensity of the game uh, for yeah. this World Cup, uh, but also, again, the timing. As I could like said, like you're trying to, you're not trying to peak now, but uh, for some players, like even a lot of the Brazilian players, and their time off, they were still working. They were doing some conditioning, some physical work because they, uh, and that's something actually like the the national team coach has spoke um, publicly, like that they they were all like. It has to be the moment, right, for everybody. So it was everybody was training, like Neymar. Uh, I think I arrived at PSG earlier. 
Vinicius was was also working on his own. So everybody everybody was working to make sure they could pick at this point. So hopefully hopefully they did a good job on that and we don't suffer any more injuries. Um, and even if we have one of the unlucky ones with ankle things like that, at least it's nothing. It's, every, it's nothing in their control. So yeah. Do you feel like this is a must win to be successful kind of tournament for Brazil? I mean, is that the typical mindset? Nothing's really different with this team. If they don't win, it's a disappointment. Yeah, to be honest, in Brazil, it's actually very hard. Like for the, it's usually like we expect the national team to win the World Cup. Every time they don't win, it's like, uh, I mean, not to me, but right. a lot of people back in Brazil is they're not good enough, right? We haven't had as many good players as we used to in 2000, uh, 2002. So mm-hmm. that's usually what, what you hear. But that's not true. Like, there are some very good players, but it's also hard to win. We've had so many good players in Brazil and that didn't win, right? How many very good national teams didn't win a World Cup? Like, England has had, like, a very good generation. Um, and then, it, again, there's only there are 32 and just one can win. So, yeah, it's, uh, again, for us... In Brazil, it's always a frustration every time we don't win. And the expectation is always to win it and to make it very far. So, Last one for you. We're always going to talk about Neymar. We're going to talk yeah. about what Richarlison did in, in the first game yeah. and and Vinny and, and Rafinha. Who, in your mind, is the most important player for this Brazilian team to win it all this year? Well, I, I feel like they're two players that not very like it's hard to replace one is Casemiro mm-hmm. and uh and I would say the other is Neymar although the team is well structured and everything but again like I said is it it's just that moment that you need somebody just like in the first game like the first goal it, there's so much pressure at the moment and then he was the one to be able to control a ball near the box or and then start to making moves when people like respect him so much obviously they kick him and everything but once he has the ball near the box you can't be that reckless right so he has that player that knows where to receive the ball and kind of knows how to make things happen uh to help the team but i think Casemiro as well is one that we suffer big time in the last world cup because when we got knocked out by belgium um he was suspended so he didn't play that match and we felt his his presence you know like we we really needed him there especially in some transition moments so i think those two players are very and actually i think it's something that people are saying a lot that like he's been very careful not to get yellow card casimiro this year i don't mm-hmm. I, I believe he doesn't have any uh tomorrow he so. shouldn't, yeah tomorrow he shouldn't be starting so hopefully nothing there as well and hopefully we can make all the way through with everybody no suspensions and always having him there so yeah, I'm I'm glad you shouted out Casemiro. He's he's one for me. You know, it's it's easy to fly under the radar if you're not a goal scorer for Brazil, but he's yes. so so vital for the team yes. as they go forward. Ricardo, thank you so much for the time. I really really appreciate it. Um, if Brazil does get deep into this tournament like we're all expecting, might have to bring you back to talk about it again as we get toward the semifinal. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 